space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is... Hint, starring Carly Minardo as Bubsriel, Christopher Hastings as Werrymether, Branson Reese as Liberty Balboa, and Joe Lapore as everything and everyone else. Fade in as the doors of the shuttlecraft Biden open on the moon Mysterious 15. <laughs> Three Cavalier crew members step out, but they aren't in uniform. Who do we see? Uh, why, we see Liberty Balboa. He's the ship's uh, cook. He's uh, six and a half feet tall. He's a big cockroach. He's from the planet of Philadelphia, which is Earth's closest moon. Uh, he wears a filthy apron that says I, and then it's the Liberty Bell uh, Philly. <laughs> And uh, he had his right, his top right hand. Why, it's no hand at all. It's a golden spatula. And he's a big cockroach. You got enough info. Mind your own business. We also see a little man in not only stature, but also of spirit with thin, nearly translucent skin that reveals far too many veins pumping blackened blood beneath the surface a constant bruise shuffling about like uh, like flotsam on the waves. He has long black hair, bulbous eyes, and long black fingernails and toenails, and he wears a wizard's cloak that is so encrusted it crackles when he walks. This is Werrymether, the ship's 
Mage of Ill Portent. Those of you who would like to find out more about the religion and the superstition of the future, check out previous episodes. <laughs> and talk about a sight for sore eyes. In walks Bubsreel, a tall, tubularly thin angel with a honey brown page boy haircut topped with a shimmering halo. She is wearing her, quote, party dress, unquote, <laughs> a sateen royal blue too large gown with puffy, puffy sleeves, a sweetheart neckline and a poofy skirt and bright white daisy duck high heels. Wow. <laughs> and so Liberty's talking to them. He says, okay, so to recap, the invitation reads to Liberty Balboa and guest and guest. And as he says that, the camera swings around and you see that the invitation actually reads to Captain, in parentheses, future, Gelmeyer Lysander and guest and cube. Liberty's live. You are cordially invited to a dinner party and salon at Game Over Manor on the strange moon, Mysteriax 15, black tie only. Oh shit, I didn't finish reading the invitation when I got dressed. And I'm going to pull a tuxedo t-shirt out of my apron. Of course. Uh, that has two, it has two sets of uh, armholes. It's made for cockroaches. And I pull it over me really quickly. I go, ta-da, now I'm one of the beautiful people. Bubsreel uh, bows her head and similar to that infamous trick that Molly Ringwald performs in The Breakfast Club, a tube of bubblegum pink lipstick emerges from her sweetheart neckline and she applies a perfect little heart-shaped lip. Now I'm dressed for success. <laughs> oh man, this is going to be so fun. You guys are my closest friends on the ship. That's true. <laughs> I'm not going to get changed. And if anybody says they've got a problem with my robes of office, I'll claim that they are intolerant of other religions. I can't imagine a more effective way to shut down an unwanted conversation than to claim that offense. Why, I would stop in my tracks if I were accused of such a thing. Nobody will want to talk to me anyway. I'm wary, Mother. Well, that's not totally true, Wary Mather. The human eye is drawn away from you because you're so gross and disgusting and wet. But as a cockroach, I'm drawn to the gross and disgusting and wet. I genuinely like you. <laughs> I know. It's why I keep finding you camping out in my quarters on the back of the ship so often. Let me sleep in my bed every now and again, won't you? Well, I can't help it. They put the tent over my quarters because they said there's bugs living in there. So they're spraying. So I can't live in there. For, so I'm just, you know, I'm just crashing wherever. Oh, what luck indeed. What luck indeed. Before you is a massive manor built in the style of an old earth gothic mansion. Standing watch along the roof are gargoyles representing four different sheet covered ghosts. It is surrounded by a moat of softly bubbling neon green magma. Wow, one ghost for each stooge. I consider Shemp one of the core stooges. <laughs> now, are you friends with the host of this party, Liberty? Yeah, my name's on the invite, isn't it? Well, we go way back, yeah. Oh, how did you meet? Oh, oh, that's a really good question. How did we meet? Hmm, and I'm, I'm stroking my uh, 
cockroaches have chins. Shut up. I'm stroking that, just trying to think. We cut to Liberty Balboa sitting alone on a park bench. We cut back. <laughs> hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's my jack-off bench. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's not the question you asked. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, we go way back. We went to, uh, we went to Temple University in Philly together. Oh, marvelous. Well, I look forward to meeting this friend of yours then. Yeah, 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 me too. It's just so exciting to go to a party with friends, you know? To be the kind of guy who gets invited to parties. It's one of my life's dreams. Me too. I don't get invited anywhere except for reverse brisses. Oh, those are disgusting. They just, they drive by and they throw it at the kid as hard as possible, hoping it'll reattach. That's why they have me come along. It's not supposed to work. It's a double bad luck situation. I hate it. All those mutilated men praying, praying for something better. I can't give it to them. They were given no choice. Speaking of giving, um, is it all right that I brought some sparkling cider? Uh, yeah, I gotta assume, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a black tie party. You can bring sparkling cider. And it's okay that I brought my tray of horse duvers. And um, <laughs> Wary Mother holds up a caterer's tray of what can only be described as horse duvers. What are duvers? Or d'oeuvres. Oh God. It's an assortment of horse parts because no one has ever said the words hors d'oeuvres to Wary Mether out loud. Oh, God, part gifts. I should have brought a gift, too. Oh, I mean, actually, I did bring a gift. I'm the kind of guy who gets invited to parties, after all. Um, And I'm going to rifle through my apron, which is still on under my uh, tuxedo T-shirt, just, like, looking for something, mm-hmm. something, something. And I have a, um, I have one of those, like, sort of corkscrew, like, wine bottle openers. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. like a little Swiss Army kind of guy. It's like, it looks like the little guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like the little face, mm-hmm. and you pull him up and down. Oh, uh, this guy. Perfect. Oh, my cider is twist off. Well, well, you got to imagine fancy place like this. They probably got wine bottles out the wazoo. You're going to need them opened. Well, let's go inside. I don't actually eat for nourishment, but I like the feeling of something clanging around in there. Music to every chef's ears. (laughs) And I'm just happy to be invited somewhere. Anywhere at all. (laughs) <laughs> this is going to be so fun. You guys are my best friends. Not like Groomda who turned me down and is now my enemy, even though he lives right next door to me. Oh, you asked him first? Uh, well, I, I asked him first, but he said no. So I left a bomb in his apartment. <laughs> we cut to Groomda telling Liberty he had a biopsy scheduled that day. <laughs> you think I give a fuck what you have scheduled? I got a party. You're a bad friend. I'm going to make sure you die. This is pretty scary stuff. I'm dealing with my mortality. We cut back. (laughs) The manor doors swing slowly open, and a robot butler stands at the top of the stairs. Oh! Oh no, an artificial intelligence. It'll know I'm a fraud. They always do. And we cut to Wearymether trying to make a withdrawal from an an ATM, but he keeps punching in the wrong numbers. We cut back. (laughs) Greetings. Please present your invitation. Yeah, yeah, right here. And I'm going to, I cram the invitation. I'm like looking for like a cash slot on the guy just yeah. so I can like jam it into him. Please, 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 sir. Please. Come on, open my your hand. hole. Come on. My hand, sir. Sir. No, no, hand. come on. You got to have a hole on you somewhere. Everyone's got a hole. Try his hand, Liberty. What? Try his hand, Liberty. Hand's not a hole. 
be born yesterday? Oh, I, I can try it. It's not going to work. But yeah, sure. We'll try your little angel idea. And I put the invitation into his hand. Thank you. That was jarring. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go on. Come on. I, I want to have a party. I want to impress I'm, my friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And your your name is? Oh, my name is. And I'm going to whisper into I'm saying, my name's Gail Mayer Lysander. The, the guy in the robe is a cube and the angel is my guest. Please enjoy the party. Thank you so much. Mr. Lysander. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Inside joke between the two of us. Oh, ha 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 ha. I don't get it. Hey, well, you know how Gilmeyer sucks? So do his jokes. Yeah. You enter Game Over Manor. It's all wood paneling and suits of armor. You enter a grand hallway with rooms branching off all around it. You hear sounds coming from what must be the dining room. Just off to the left. Where can I put my fox? Um, she has been wearing this like white fox around her neck. You know, one of those like stoles. Mm -hmm. It looks bad. <laughs> the robot butler turns back to you. Fur is offensive. Huh? <laughs> no, I, this is, uh, this one fur this is... crawled onto my shoulders. How could you? And died. It crawled up. It's not just fur. It's a whole fox. For fashion, you would end a life for fashion, a life which I will never possess. This fox crawled onto my shoulders and whispered in my ear to end its suffering, and I did so by kissing it on the forehead. Uh, Bubs real, make a feelings roll. She's not lying, by the way. She wouldn't <laughs> what a lie. weird situation. She's not lying. She wouldn't lie, Carly. She wouldn't lie. She's an angel. That's maybe the craziest thing that's ever been said on this show. <laughs> she wouldn't. She wouldn't lie. Oh, so I, got, I fucking got it. Crushed it with a four. The robot sighs and says, Give it here. Thank you. Please take care of him. <laughs> she, it's like, it was like the Princess Mononoke, like the, the wolf guardian. <laughs> like She like put it out of its misery by kissing its forehead. <laughs> they were building a big factory, so the forest had to go. Um, he takes your stole and puts it in the closet. Thank you. All right, and I'm twiddling my little fucking like roach fingers or whatever they have. Uh, it's like, all right, this is, a, this is a pretty nice place. Let's uh, let's go into that dining room. Or I mean, what do you guys want to do? I mean, I I'm so familiar with fancy parties. I've been to a million of them. It doesn't even matter to me. What do you guys want to do? I'd love to pay my respects to our host. And I've never had cheese before. Do you think they've got that here? Oh God, I got to assume. Yeah, a place like this, they probably got cheese. They probably got whiz. They probably got it all. Oh, that's so exciting. Thank you so much. And uh, Wearymether takes you by your cockroach head and plants a big kiss. Oh. This was not romantic. It, oh, it was just the most horrific thing I could think of as a means of sacrifice to show you how grateful I am that maybe I'll have cheese soon. That was the least erotic kiss I've ever had. And I, one time, I got horny as hell from seeing a cloud that looked like some boobs. That's how easy it is for me, and that did nothing. Then my training has paid off. <laughs> I would hate to say it's my lucky day, because it could cause an atom to split. And we know that's a problem. But it might be. You enter the dining room with huge cathedral ceilings and a giant window against the back wall who fills the room with an eerie twilight and a long, long dining room table fills the room. You see three other party guests standing with uh, snifters of brandy and talking amongst themselves. 
I'm gonna head right over to him. Hey, where'd you get the booze? Why, it's right over there. The man addressing you is an owl-esque space bird who looks very gruff and is dressed in a grayscale uniform. We haven't had the pleasure to be introduced, but I am Major Obsidian. Oh, you one of them space birds? Yes, of course I am a space bird. Yeah, I figured. The proudest armada in the stars. Yeah, you guys are pretty good. I'm Liberty Balboa. I'm from Philadelphia. These are my friends, uh, Wary Mether and Bub's Real. Greetings. And I see you look on my uh, my spatula. I've written both of their names phonetically out. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're all quite accomplished if you were invited here by Mr. Game Over. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a pretty good cook uh, back on Philadelphia by Philadelphia standards, which, you know, are the most discerning in the world. Um, or the cosmos, really. World means very little in this science fiction reality that we all uh, uh, live in. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm a pretty impressive guy, and I, w- I was invited here legitimately. And these are my two guests, so, you know, you can imagine what kind of guy I am. Well, I am very impressed that we're in such interesting company. And a Bababian, dripping in pearls and diamonds, extends her hands to Werrymether. Hello, you. My name's Duchess Brown. Hello, Duchess. My name is Wary Mother, and I'm a worm. Socially, I'm a little worm. I have to tell you the truth or I'll be punished later. Her hand is still extended. What do you want me to do with that thing? And then uh, Wary Mother takes a horse knuckle. Uh-huh. You didn't know horses had knuckles, but he got one, and he takes it off the tray, and he reaches up because he's so short, and he tucks it into the Bobbian's palm. Really quickly, we cut to Scandal. She's napping. We cut back. <laughs> she's she's fine. <laughs> oh, well, I wanted a kiss, but I guess I'll take this knuckle instead. Yeah, that's what I bring. But, but who knows? Maybe the night will lead to a kiss later. Probably not, because I want it. At this point, I'm going to like signal to Weary Mather and be like, Weary Mather, we're... What the hell are you doing, man? She's trying to score with you. Oh, no. Dude, oh, yes, that's clear signals. That may be, but you have to understand. When I saw her, I needed it so badly. If it were to happen, it would be catastrophic for the balance of luck in this entire quadrant. Who do you think you're talking to, man? You think I've ever had a hookup that wasn't catastrophic? <laughs> Just let it happen, man. You don't have to worry about it. So a world might end or something. Get your nut, dude. Oh, my entire education, all of my training, the years in seminary. It's built on this foundation. I must never get lucky. Getting lucky is for the mage on the front of the ship, not the mage on the back. Oh, that's the mage I'm friends with. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. The third party guest, a human man with a pencil-thin mustache, round glasses, and a yellowish suit, turns to you. Well, I myself have never met a mage. I'm sort of a man of science. Hello, I'm Dr. Ochre. Well, Dr. Ochre, I've got to tell you, there's a lot of mystery out there, and you got to give in. You got to give in to it. That's my philosophy. I just don't see where mm, that kind of mystery intersects with my line of work. I don't know if you could tell by my title, but I'm I'm an MD actually. I'm a I'm an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh, oh. I've actually made a number of like stunning breakthroughs in the field. Wow, 
Wow. Wow. I was the one that discovered the second throat. Wow, the second throat. Yeah, yeah. I've been calling it the butthole. I was going to say that's the anus. Nice. And I go to high five Bob's reel. <laughs> I was thinking that's my hole in one. Um, yeah, when you when you high five Bob's reel, you hear a little angelic choir. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, so is it just brandy here or there like 40s or something like cool we could drink? There's also cognac. And I brought sparkling cider. Okay, going to be one of those nights. I'll do the brandy. That's fine. I'm going to head over to, the, to where the brandy is Wait. to pour myself something. And Wary Mother hands Dr. Ochre a horse's ear. It's not prepared in any way. It's just raw. Here you go. I'm helping. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. He sort of like tucks it in his pocket. Anyone else? Anyone else want some horse doovers? No, I'm fine, thank you. Hmm. It's going to take me all night to get rid of this tray. A door opens in the back of the room, and a man walking through it says, Please, everyone, the party is starting. Please, please have a seat. You see a tall man with neon green hair and wearing a tux that looks like digital rain from the Matrix. <laughs> he has a resting <laughs> smug face and uses a walking stick made of pixels. Wow, what a deal. Hey, who's this asshole? I could say the same to you. Where's Gelmeyer? Uh, he, oh, and like putting together very quickly, like what must be happening. I like say, hey, can we talk privately, buddy? Yes, of course. Cool. You, you both like, you both like skitter over to a corner. Yeah, what's up? What's going on here? Gelmeyer's dead. I'm his proxy. No. Yeah, no, it just happens, you know. People just die all the time. But I, it, I'm, I'm here in his stead. But his, these are my friends here. They're not going to want to hear anything about Gelmeyer, okay? So let's just act like you invited me. Has was there a surface? Uh, uh no, no, and that they weren't able to mourn. So that's why they, uh, that's why they're not going to want to hear anything about Gelmeyer ever, because they haven't been able to, you know, the stages of grief. You know, it's crying and then no. anger and then ruining a baseball okay. game. Oh. Yeah, they're they they haven't hit uh they haven't hit anger yet. So if if they hear anything about Gelmeyer, they're gonna get angry and then they're gonna ruin a baseball game. So it's really important we don't talk about Gelmeyer, okay? Just act like you invited me. Okay, this is a lot to take in. I always hoped I'd have a hand in Gelmeyer's death. And that little cube of his. Well, I tell you what, I tell you what. If you play by my rules and you act like you invited uh -huh. me and don't mention Gelmeyer, I'll tell everybody you killed him. It's a deal. All right, I can tell we're going to be really good friends. I agree. Let's go back to the table. Hell yeah, I love this this fucking Fraser Crane shit you got going on. You you go back to the table and take a seat. Uh, Liberty, you take the seat that has a little place card at it for Gilmer Lysander. Cool. I turn to uh, to Wary Mother and Bob's Real and I give him a thumbs up. Everything's okay. Oh, great. I'm sitting in the spot marked for end guest. And I'm trying to pawn off these horse doovers. Excuse me, sir, sir, sir. You want to try it? The room hushes as everyone sees that Darkly Game Over has turned to face the window. <laughs> the, the international symbol for hush now. <laughs> you might be wondering why I have gathered you all here tonight. After all, dinner parties aren't really my thing. I didn't know that. Well, it, uh, they're not. My thing, my thing is typically video games. Oh, wow. My thing is like games. I'm kind of like a games guy. Wow. I'm making a big show for Bubs Real and Wary Mother that I, I'm like nodding. It's like, oh yeah, no, everyone knows that. Cool. 
But I have to set aside the games tonight because one of you, he looks out specifically at our heroes and, you know, kind of shrugs, is conspiring to end my life. And I'm here to find out who. Well, it's not me. Just as he says that, you can't get in your little riffs as a huge thunderclap is heard. (laughs) And lightning arcs just outside the dining room window. (laughs) After a moment, you collect yourselves dazed from the lightning, but are shocked to see not all of you are still here. For Major Obsidian is slumped over, a knife in his chest and blood pooling in an empty soup bowl. Tremendous foresight on the part of whoever put that bowl there to collect that blood. Oh no! Oh my god! How could that have happened? Who's the culprit? Who's the murderer? <gasps> We've got to get to the bottom of this one. Well, well, it only could have been one of us. Probably not you, you mysterious fellow, Duchess Brown says, looking at Wary Mether. Any one of the others could have been it. It seems to me, and I'm going to start walking back and forth in the room and say, All we need to do is eliminate the impossible, and then whatever remains, however improbable, will be what had to have happened. Okay, but this is actually really bad. Can we talk for a minute? Oh, sure. You skitter with Darkly back over to the corner of the room. Yeah, what's up? Okay, this is actually really bad, because I put some, like, uh, contingencies in place in (laughs) case anyone tried to kill me, and I really wasn't expecting... Uh, for me to not be the dead guy. This is actually, like, a big problem. You thought you were going to die? Yeah, I kind of... I was kind of gathering people here because uh, I was worried that uh, one of them was going to try and kill me. I I get... People have a lot of grudges against me because I put them in, like, video game-themed death traps a lot. Um, So what? What, can't a guy just blow off some steam? I don't get what anyone's fucking problem is with you. You seem so cool to me. That's what I said, but I was hoping that, you know... Gelmeyer and that little cube of his would know how to solve who was going to make the attempt on my life. But now that someone instead has killed Major Obsidian, I don't know what to do. Okay, relax, relax. We both have a lot to lose here. You can lose your life, and my friends Uh can find out that I wasn't actually invited to this party. Two equally serious consequences. See, here's the thing. You can actually also lose your life. Well, sure, yeah, no, anyone can die just walking down the street. No, I get that, but I my, my friends find out that I lied to him, I'll lose face, and that'll be embarrassing and disgusting for me. Your side conference is halted because the <gasps> lights in the dining room change from cool and dramatic to dark and dramatic. A video screen drops down from the ceiling, projecting a video of Darkly Game Over himself. He speaks. Well, if you're seeing this, my bloodometers have detected a loss of life. Meaning one of you have killed me. Fuck! <laughs> but god damn it if I'm not going to gamify my passing. Okay, here's the deal. I have put up a force field around the manor, and you hear the buzz of a force field coming to life. No one gets in or out until my killer is discovered. There are secret dossiers about each of you hidden in rooms throughout the house. There should be enough info in one of them for you to suss out my killer. Only by collecting these dossiers, making an accusation, and getting the killer to confess will lower the force field. Otherwise, the neutron torpedo in the basement will detonate at the stroke of midnight. Good luck to the innocent. What time is it now? 
Oh God, I wish I didn't. This is the real Darkly Game Over speaking now. Oh God, I wish I didn't eat like the Spanish. It's already 9 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother, if I had a nickel for every time I regretted eating like the Spanish. <laughs> oh dear, not much time. It's way too late to me. Oh wait, I got an idea. Um, I did it. I did the murders. And I look around to see if the force fields have gone down. Uh, Darkly is looking at you and shaking his head and like and like making like a don't do it sign. Oh, don't do that. Oh, I didn't do the murders. Yeah, the robots will kill you if you confess. Oh, wait, then how are we going to get the killer to confess? Um, actually, they uh, the, the robots won't kill you, but they will detain you when you don't want to be detained if you're innocent. Yeah, I don't want to be detained if I'm guilty either. But you'll understand that is deserved sure sure well fuck we gotta find that killer and we gotta find him quick yes we shouldn't waste any time the killer could also want one of us dead oh this is bad this is real bad guys we gotta figure this out real quick and i, I and 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 i and also i was invited um bubs real turns to one of the other guests at the table seated next to her and she says you you kind of get the sense that she's been talking this whole time <laughs> you hear her say of course, as a lowly ensign, I cannot use my angelic powers, but if I could, I would have this mystery solved in a mere moment. Well, darling, you're not on the clock. Please, take care of it all. Oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe I forgot I'm not a lowly ensign. I am a mere lieutenant junior grade. <laughs> I still can't do it. Darling, there's a ticking bomb. Hmm? And you're... You'll do nothing. No, no, unless I had a superior officer commanding me to use my heavenly space powers. I cannot act out of rank. Forgive me, dear, but that seems like kind of a cop-out. A cop-out? A cop-out, dear. Seems like you're making excuses for yourself. Who are you? Me? I'm a Bobbian duchess. Oh, that one. She turns to the person on the other side of her. I don't know what her problem is. I tried to explain the rules and she's not interested. We're going to have to solve this the old-fashioned way. I also agree you should use your powers. This is an extreme case and lives are on the line. Listen here. This is religious persecution. She gets her powers from Space Yahweh or Space Jehovah or Space, uh, Space Yahshua or whoever. I don't follow it personally. I only worship one god and it's the one that's going to kill me any day now. But I'll tell you what, we in the Concilium have strong beliefs that must be held to- Am I- are you- are you running away yet? I hate talking to people. Well, if you don't want to talk to these people, and I can't say I blame you, why not get up and stretch our legs and see if we can find some clues? That's right, there was a mention of envelopes, or was it dossiers, or was it dossiers? No, it was it was dossiers. It was dossiers. Oh, okay. There's so many words I don't know today. And he drops his platter of horse parts. Come, come. Um, Bubs Real walks over to uh, Liberty. Hey, it's me. Hey, yeah, it's Bubs Real. What's up? I just got the third degree over there at that table. I don't know if they did it, but they sure did seem to want me to solve the mystery. So I think maybe they didn't do it. I got a third degree here, and I lift up my uh, one of my legs. To show that I have like a, an awful third degree burn mark. Wow! Uh, I was fucking around on the grill. It was on. <laughs> I wanted to see what would happen. I found out. You, wow! 
That looks painful. Um, could you just, like, use your god powers and get us out of here? It would really go a long way to make me look cool in front of these people. Listen, I don't know why I have to explain myself to everyone. I thought it was common knowledge that a space angel cannot act in the full scope of her heavenly powers while she is mere lieutenant junior grade. If I were the captain of hey, the Cavalier... Hey, what's the fucking point of having them? Why have powers if you can't do it? I got these hard wings on my back and I can fly around. Watch. And I, I try to, like, lift them, but the, the tuxedo t-shirt is blocking oh, them. Of I go, course. Oh, no. We're the same. I get you now. <laughs> Everyone, everyone, please, we're wasting time. I think there, there are so many rooms in this manor. I think the best option is to split up. I should go with Liberty, and Duchess, you can go with Wearymether, and uh, a Doctor, you can go with Bubsriel. Oh. Okay. And then we can each collect a dossier and meet back here, hopefully before midnight. Yeah, makes sense. Let's do it. Sounds good. Death comes for us all. It might be tonight. It might be next week. I'd like to get a week. There are just so many rooms. There's the ballroom, the kitchen, the library, the min pick room, the hall of armor, the study, the goo room. The min pick room? Yeah, I also, what's the min pick room? You know, it's it's the room sort of inspired by min pick, that popular video game franchise. Min, is it where you pick men? Well, you know, it's it's sort of like you're in like a you're like miniature and you have lots of little like weird little guys you sort of order around. Wait, so min pick. Now, now, look, I know later on Discord, everyone's going to be like, oh, I knew min pick. Well, I fucking didn't. What's min pick? For the purposes of the game, it doesn't really matter if you don't get it. <laughs> OK, great. That's oh, great. that's going to be great. Then we can go there because I don't get it. All right, fine. You Liberty and I will go to the min pick room. And I'd like to see the ballroom. I'll go with you to the ballroom. Okay. Do you have a nose? I can sort of fluff one out. <laughs> I just, I know I put something out there that offends species with noses. Oh, in that sense, no, not really, no. Well, then, tonight is looking up. And I do mean including the murder. Don't worry, though, I've got all sorts of other parts. Wow, wow, wee wow. As they used to say back on Earth many, many years ago. They leave. Um, and where do you suppose we should head? What about the library? Lots of facts are in a library. Yes, I suppose. Or the goo room. Well, why did you ask me if you already knew what you wanted to do? No, you're right. The library is best. Let's not go to the goo room. Whatever. I'm easy. <laughs> Oh, whoa. Have we finally done it? Has my thousand-year cryosleep ended and we've arrived at Rigel 7 to find a new home for humanity? No. Our pods opened early. Sorry, dude. I was just a child when mine opened decades ago. Now, <laughs> I'm all grown up. I remember you. Joe, the young sweet child. Gosh. Well, are we close to Rigel 7, humanity's new home? Uh, not quite. Yeah, we won't reach Rachel 7 for another 642 years. My God, I might never live to see that. What have you been doing to pass the time? Well, we've been listening to this podcast called Oh, These, Those Stars of Space. With Allie Fisher? Yeah, it's great. Only, I've listened to all the main feed episodes already. Have you checked out the Patreon feed? 
uh, at patreon.com slash oh, these those stars of space? No. What's there? <laughs> Chris, only a ton of full-length Patreon-exclusive episodes. Real episodes? Like with Liberty Balboa and Dr. Dewey? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> what, do I have to pay like a thousand credits a month to get access to that? No, dude. Only five Earth dollars a month. <gasps> well, that's a deal. I only wish I had woken up from that cryopod sooner. <laughs> Yay! Our three heroes never lived to reach Rigel 7, but they died sometime later, happy and fulfilled by many exciting Patreon episodes of Oh These, Those Stars of Space and Oh These, Those Chats of Show, the monthly chat show where they answer patron questions. Join them, won't you? We cut to the min pick room as as Liberty and Darkly enter. You see it is actually like a large greenhouse. So large, in fact, that it's it's like everything has been scaled up. So you feel like you're very small. In fact, Liberty, you feel like you're the size of a regular cockroach. <gasps> what the fuck? What a humbling experience. Oh my god, look at this terrarium we find ourselves inside. Oh, wait, I get it now. Okay, it's like Captain Olimar from Smash Brothers. Yes, of course it's like... <laughs> of course it's like that, yes! Just, well, walking by the goo room really, like, knocked a lot of stuff loose in my brain. I feel like a smarter man now. <laughs> Boy, if we had gone into that goo room, just imagine. Should we go to the goo room instead? No, no, no. We said the min-pick room, and let's do the min-pick room. Yes, We've all been to Goo Room so many times in our lives, we don't need to bother with it now. It's just crazy. I know, dude, I've spent a lot of time in Goo Rooms, believe me. Spent a lot of time in Goo Rooms. I mean, you don't have to tell me, man. I'm a video game guy. Now you know all about <laughs> Goo Rooms. Hell yeah, man. Let's each say it one more time. Goo, goo Room. room. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I'm so humbled here. I feel like a normal cockroach from before the year 2024 when cockroaches became big. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You do? How old are you? No, from history class, dum-dum. Oh, well, we don't have history class in Philadelphia. What do you have? We don't need one. Philadelphia's full of so much rich history. We just take a walk outside. We look at the Liberty Bell. We look at the birthplace of Benjamin Franklin. We look at um, uh, where Rocky Balboa died. <laughs> the storm drain where cockroaches got big. Yeah, the storm drain where cockroaches got big. You look at the train to Atlantic City. We look at the, oh, the train to Atlantic City. The, uh, the. Who said uh, that? Ask somebody. <laughs> a memory. A memory of your favorite doctor. We look at the hole where Nick Castellanos is buried. Liberty, you can't help but notice that sort of peeking out from plants and blades of grass and all over this space are little eyes from all these little creatures, these little multicolored fellows all bright primary colors with little flowers sticking out of their heads and no mouths. They just look at you silently. <gasps> what the fuck? Creatures with no mouths? What's the fucking point? I'm a cook. What's going on? I'm going to run over and try to grab one of them. Get over here, you little shit ass. <laughs> Liberty, no, be careful. And as you do, the little, the little strange little creature you're running towards, Liberty, he draws a knife. <gasps> A knife? He's going to stab at you. Uh, make a laser's roll. Yeah, you fucking got it, dude. I got my laser feelings. Hey! 
Wow, do you want to ask oh, me a now question? Now we're talking. Yeah, um, is Darkly game over? Does he have any weapons on him? Mm. Yeah, he has a vaser. But it doesn't matter, because I, I always carry a gun on me. I pull a gun out of my apron, and I aim it directly at that thing. I say, die, eat lead, piece of shit. I'm going to fire at it. I'll make another lasers roll. Yeah, you got it. Now, that was a failure. <laughs> you miss. Yeah, that is traditionally how that goes. The little creature, which we all know is a min pick, stabs at you, misses, and then you miss your own shot. Oh, God, well, we're a pair, aren't we? Darkly, help me out here. Yeah, I, I should have mentioned... I kind of booby-trapped all the rooms. Oh, of course. No, to make it more exciting. Well, I kind of figured maybe everyone had a, a hand in my death. You know, maybe it was like a, a murder on the Orient Express situation. Spoilers. <laughs> what the, what, I just started it. Are you fucking kidding me? It's been out for 400 years. Oh, I'm sorry. I just started reading. I'm not an advanced reader like some people. Fine, I'll just put it down and read the novelization of The Sixth Sense, the other book I was working on. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar. Oh, it's... But watch out! And another one of these little guys throws a grenade at you. <gasps> a grenade? Oh, shit, I should probably make a lasers roll, right? Yeah. Oh, that was another failure. Is this the end of Liberty Balboa? <laughs> uh, Liberty, you grab it and you, like, press the pin, but you're just holding it. You don't know what to do with it. Okay, so I've just got the pin. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. This is only the third time I've held a live grenade. What do I do? What do I do? Um, um. Is there any message you want me to pass on to a loved one? Oh, loved one. Loved one. Loved one. Uh, who do I love? Who do I love? Um, fuck. Oh, boy. I. Ooh, okay. Inventory maybe, time, Liberty. Do you want. What? <laughs> Maybe you want to um, sign your will over to me. My will? I mean, yeah, it's mostly credit card debt, but if you want it, it's all yours, buddy. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm good. Yeah, they take. Yeah, I'm not big on next to kin. Uh, God, what do I fucking do? Oh, um, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take off my tuxedo T-shirt, open my hard wings, uh, so that my soft wings can fly. I'm gonna try to go up to the top of this place to like uh, explode the grenade away from anyone. Cause I like Darkly. I don't want to kill him. Aww. As you do, Darkly, assuming your certain demise, begins singing something he thinks will console you in your final moments. I was bruised and battered. I couldn't tell what I felt. I was, I was unrecognizable, unrecognizable to myself. myself. And as I hear Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen, it's like Popeye effect on me and like my arms get really strong and I just take the grenade and I crush it in my hand. <laughs> and the explosion, the explosion like goes into my arm and gives me a big bicep. And I start going, muttering like Popeye. Oh my god, his Philadelphia power's activated. That's right, and I, I fly back down and I'm all like buff now, and I have like really big uh, forearms, not bicep. My forearms, weirdly, are what gets oh. big. It's insane that that's <laughs> how that works. I say, yeah, that's right. Philadelphians are, uh, we grow stronger when we're around weapons and the songs of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> you see that all of the little minpicks have been awed by your display of, uh, of heroism. And they all sort of cower and, and, and scurry away. Yeah, fuck off, you little bitch asses. You see in the distance there's sort of an overturned thimble. And inside it, there's a folder. <gasps> and I'm going to run over and I crush the thimble and it just like squeezes <laughs> the folder out and I catch the folder. You see that this is the dossier on Gelmeyer Lysander. <gasps> Gelmeyer Lysander. I've always wondered what was going on with that guy. 
I open it and it's like, what's going on? Gilmire Lysander, what's his height? <laughs> There's no information on his height. I very quickly, I pull out a Sharpie and I write 5'7". <laughs> but you do see evidence that Gelmeyer has been writing movie reviews <laughs> without seeing the movie. Oh my God. What the fuck is this? Oh my God. Gelmeyer, you little piece of Oh God. Jurassic Park, an expedition to an island and nothing goes wrong. You dummy. You've been watching the first 20 minutes of movies. Oh, Logan's run about a paradise where people just don't become 30. I can only hope the others are faring better. What a weird thing to say. We cut to the ballroom. The huge doors open and Wherrymether and Duchess Brown enter. Oh, there was a time I would have dreamed of coming in a space like this where one could put on a big old gown and twirl and twirl the night away. Wherrymether, unfortunately... This is another case of some bad luck, because as you take your first steps into the ballroom, you discover it's not that kind of ballroom. <laughs> you step forward, lose your footing, and find yourself falling, falling into a deep ball pit. Oh, dear. The Duchess also falls in. Whoa! <laughs> Weary mother, you must help me. The balls, they could tear me apart. Wow, you're a pretty delicate little thing, huh? Well, you see, I'm kind of a big ball of lint. But not for long. Help me. Help me, worry mother. Ah, uh, ah, uh, oh no. Uh, all of my powers are bad. Um, concentrate, worry mother. You've done this before. You've twisted fates. You know how to do it. The Bababian must die. It's all I want. I beg the universe, beg the planets, the moons, the stars, and any god who would dare. Hear me. Let this thing be torn apart. As Wherrymether puts everything into a secret prayer of bad luck. Wherrymether, make a feelings roll. Sure, that's his main stat. And he gets it. Yeah. No problem. Easy roll for Wherrymether. Wherrymether, you know, though this is a more a ball pit than a ballroom for dance, it does have huge windows with elaborate curtains. It occurs to you that maybe some kind of rescue device could be improvised. Something to wrap the Duchess up in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As Wherrymether himself sinks into the pit of balls... He spots the massive curtains uh, just a little bit out of reach, draping so far down. And he uh, flips and flops uh, like a fish in a ball pit (laughs) until he's able to grab a hold of one of the long curtains and he gives it a yank and a flick and a whip as he uh, turns it into a sort of really, really long snap bracelet to uh, catch the Bobobian and curl her up into that long curtain and uh, fling her to safety. Okay, I'm going to need you to make another feelings roll for this. Oh, good. This is a complex maneuver. Woo, I got my laser feelings. (gasps) Where are you, Mother? Do you want to ask me a question? 
Yes. Where is the clue in this ball pit? You got to go all the way down. Got it. Worry, Mother, it works. Somehow by wishing for the Duchess's doom, you find that something extra, that something special, and you pull it off. You manage to get these curtains down. You make that snap bracelet happen. You catch her just as her body is sort of being, like, torn apart by these balls. And you manage to wrap her up. Someday, I really need to meditate on how loopholes and tricks work in the devotion of my entire life. <laughs> but not today. And Wearymether dives into that ball pit now that his companion is safe. Nothing can stop him. He feels more confident than ever, and it's very dangerous in uh, a being that is held so tightly by his insecurities and constant, constant reassurance that he is a failure and that is all that he will be, and in fact, it is important that he is one. Wary Mother, you swim, swim through the balls, deeper and deeper. It seems to go on forever. The light grows dim. You begin to lose sense of what is up and what is down, and yet something is pulling you. Something is, is, hit, is, is taking you in the right way. And finally, you touch Oak Tag. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's that word mean? Like a, like a folder. Oak Tag? Yeah. You've never heard that? No. Yeah, it's like stiff paper. Jesus Christ. No, I've never heard that. It's sort of like the Pikmin of paper. Gosh, that's so funny. Worrymether drags his fingertips across in a crunching motion to get a grip on it and then flexes his legs and tries to push back up to the surface with his quarry in tow. Before you make it all the way to the surface, a passing thought urges you to look down at this dossier you've recovered. You look down and see why this is the dossier for Duchess Brown herself. Huh? Well, I'm in a ball pit, and it's not exactly a rush to get to the surface. After all, it's plenty of oxygen in here. It's just big plastic balls. I don't suppose it would hurt to have a little peek. Wary Mother, you open the dossier and discover that the Duchess's husband, the Duke, passed away recently. He died of old age, surrounded by his many loved ones, and left his entire fortune and estate to the Duchess. She's become extremely wealthy. Oh, well, good for her. I hope that's a comfort. <laughs> and Mary Mother keeps climbing back up to the surface of the ball pit. <laughs> you make it back to the surface. Oh, did you get it, dear? Oh, yes. I've got a folder here that says your husband died. <laughs> uh, what? Yes, he did. He did. He did die. Yes. That's so bad. It's awful. <laughs> he was extremely old. We had a we had a big age gap. Oh, really? How long? I can't tell. Clouds. We were three years apart. Uh huh. So it was really it was really just an enormous gap. Classic May and October. Yes, I get it. Yes. Well, um, that's the clue from this room. You want to go look at another one, like the goo room or something? Oh, but Wary Mother, you just saved my life. How can I repay you? Uh, and Wary Mother, like, looks to the folder and, like, about all the riches and thinks for a second. He thinks and he says, it seems like you got a lot of money. That's fine. I'll take it. I'm trying really hard here, Wary Mother. I'm giving you every opening. <gasps> I mean, come on, man. Oh. Oh. 
Can you pick up on a single cue? And Wary Mather runs his hands through his grease-darkened hair, and a little twinkle in his infected eye looks the Bobobian's way, and he says, Listen, baby, I've been here before. I can never, ever, ever, ever feel such a delight as love, especially the physical kind. It would upset the balance of the cosmos. If I come, it's a big problem. So you're saying it would be dangerous? Ah, shit. Don't get me all excited about that on <gasps> that forbidden love shit. I'm just trying to lay it down like an insurance adjuster telling you why you shouldn't line your house with matches. No, no, you're right. It would be so naughty. I swear to fucking Christ, don't do this to me. Don't rigid my knob. Wary Mather, make a feelings roll. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I got a one. So that is a failure. Big failure. Worry, Mether, you can't help it. You're overcome. Kiss me, you little freak. Kiss me. We cut away. <laughs> to the library of Game Over Manor. Bubsreel, as you walk into this grand space with high shelves lining the walls, you get the impression that no one has spent a lot of time in this room. These books, <laughs> these spines have never been cracked. There's a big reading table collecting a thin layer of dust. Wow. At the far end of the room on a lectern sits a dossier. Oh, nice. I suppose, yes, it's it's right there. It's right there, <laughs> Bubsreel. I'll go fetch it. And you take, Bubsreel, can you roll a six-sided die for me? I got a two. Bubsreel, you take about 20 steps into the room before you hear a, a, a rumbling, a sort of a mechanical rumbling. And from the ceiling, vents open up, and I have to admit, goo begins filling the room. <laughs> Wretched! Oh no, goo is getting all over all these important books! Bob's real, it, it's like tunnel vision. She's just, she's looking down the line at the dossier, and she's running for it. Bob's real, you're running for it, but you're running for it through an increasingly high amount of goo. The goo what I'm trying to say is goo rising. Bub's real. Uh, what Bub do you do? <laughs> Bub's real starts doing the uh, just starts like freestyle swimming through the goo. She's undaunted. She she doesn't breathe, so she doesn't have to worry about getting suffocated by this goo. But she doesn't like it. Let's just be clear about that. It's still incredibly difficult. Freestyle swimming through this goo is an enormous feat. I need you to make a lasers roll. Okay. It's a success, baby. Okay, somehow you find the angelic strength to swim through the goo. Yuck, ick, blicko! <laughs> Pub's real. You finally, you, yes, you make it. You make it to the dossier. She grabs onto the lectern, heaving herself up on top of it, grabs a dossier, and then looks back at the doctor and says, Don't trouble yourself! And she cracks the dossier open. Bub's real. You see that this is the dossier on the deceased himself, on Major Obsidian. Well, this is useless. It doesn't even say he's deceased. But wait, read on, Bubsreel. Okay. Because maybe there is actually a clue. Because, yes, you see included in this dossier 
a series of romantic love letters oh. between Major Obsidian and the robot butler? Weird! Yes, it seems they were having a torrid affair. But the Major wanted to call it off. He was worried that robot love would interfere with his ambitious career. Loving soulless machines is frowned upon in the Spacebird Tectopia. Oh dear. I think the butler did it! <laughs> Bubsreel, there's no answer. Doctor? You see a hand sort of poking up through the goo. Oh, he's good, okay. <laughs> the hand is sort of shaking. <laughs> and then goes still. It does not give a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Bubsreel is now standing on top of the lectern. Uh-huh. Uh, what's the situation, Joe? Is the goo still pouring in from the vents? Like the sun every morning, the goo still rises. Um, Bubsreel is going to tap her comm badge. Mm-hmm. Um, this is... Lieutenant Junior Grade Bubs Real reporting into any senior officer on board the Cavalier. This is Begonia Bordera. What do you need? Oh, hello, Begonia. Um, yes, I'm in a room filling rapidly with goo, and I'm, uh, long story short, uh, could I use my angelic wings to glide through this mess? I imagine you could. Is this a riddle? Oh, may I? <laughs> yes, you Thank may. you. Thank you. I don't know that. She blips a comm badge off and not a moment too soon, she takes a leap off of the lectern and her majestic wings spread open, shielding her body from the falling goo or from the rising goo. It's falling and rising. It's falling <laughs> and then rising. She is shielding her body from the goo with these wings, and she is gliding towards the exit of the room. Yes, you are an angelic vision, Bubsreel. And as you glide, you thank Begonia for the permission to, just this once, use a little angelic powers, not even wondering for a moment if you could have asked him to use your angelic powers just to get you and your comrades out of the situation entirely. You make it to the end of the room. (laughs) You've read her right. The doctor's hand is no longer visible above the goo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he must have gotten out. We cut back to the dining room. Liberty, darkly, you're there, waiting for the others. Bubsreel comes in, looking a little gooey. Well, I've done it. I've done it, and I didn't break any rules. What the fuck? Did you go to the goo room? The goo room go to me. You know what? I should have told everyone that I had sort of done this. I planned all the booby traps. I could have warned you all about the booby traps and how to get around the booby traps. Don't be so hard on yourself. You almost got killed. Thank you, Liberty. You're a good guy. Yeah. Uh, Bubsreel, where's the where's the doctor? Is he coming along? Did he go to the bathroom? He's not with you? No. Hmm. Maybe the bathroom then. Probably the bathroom, yes. Worry Mother, where are you guys? Worry Mother is in whatever corner he can find cursing. He's like, I this never happens, I swear. I I don't know why my penis wouldn't work today. I think it might be uh, bad luck. It's fine. It's fine. It's nothing I'm not used to from my husband, as I may have mentioned. He was three years older than me, so. It's not you unless your terrible taste in Working penises is the issue. It hasn't been in the past. Okay. Well, 
Listen, I've got to live with this, and you can float on to any other Tom, Dick, or Space Harry you like. It's it's quite all right. At least we did that other stuff. Now we should go back to the dining room. <laughs> That's true. I am terrific at cunnilingus. Everyone says so. Everyone says Everyone. so. <laughs> Reviews are in. Wary Mather, which one's he? Uh, he's good at cunnilingus. Oh, yeah. The scuttlebutt yeah. on the ship is that Wary Mather knows his way around. Wary Mather and Duchess Brown enter the dining room. So, you know, apologies. And also, I did warn you what you were getting into. Let's not talk about it in front of everyone, okay? What happened? We just, we went to the ballroom. We went to the ballroom. And once again, I've been asked to perform sexually, and it didn't work because I'm the mage of bad luck. And I've only, I've like selectively heard what I wanted to hear from that. I go, all right, my man. I give him a big thumbs up. Yeah, I did protect the universe. I should never have a good time sexually. And I slam the dossier down. All right, let's compare notes. Yes, does anyone have any ideas on who the killer is? Bob's Real looks around surreptitiously and she kind of like welcomes folks into a huddle around her. Yes, good idea, Bub's Real, and you better because the clock strikes 11.50. Oh no! Oh no, by my math, we only have uh, 20 minutes! I look at the camera and wink. I'm stupid. <laughs> Friends, have I got a scoop for you. It turns out our deceased guest over there was conducting an illicit affair with the robot butler. Could this be a case of a scorned lover? The robot lover, but you don't mean Thomas Bot. Ew. <laughs> Ew. That was, uh, something about that name turned my stomach. <laughs> you turn to the robot butler standing in the corner of the room, holding a little silver plate. He sort of looks back and forth with shifty eyes and then begins to walk slowly out of the room. Get that robot! I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run over to him and I try to go, no, 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 you don't. I've been nice to you as long as I could, but I'm a Philadelphian. We naturally hate robots. Remember the hitchhiker bot? You probably don't. We made short work of him. My, my shift is over. I am ending for the day. Yeah, and your shift of, of innocence is over too. Get him, boys. And I, it's unclear who I was talking to. <laughs> the, the major was an acquaintance, nothing more. Not so fast. As you may have learned about me, I never lie. And that means I don't like hearing lies either. Bob's Reel flips open the dossier and points to the section listing the exploits between Thomas Bot and Major Obsidian. You've been reading my mail. What a violation. Who would read someone else's mail? Oh, oh actually, it's totally fine to go through people's mail. It's like really not a big deal whatsoever. Also, did you mail this to the library? It was in the library. Darkly must have been intercepting my mail. Darkly, how could you? Oh, no, don't you try to throw shit at my best friend, Darkly. And I'm going to look around and go, where's the confess button? Is there, like, a confess button? I'm going to try to, like, program him to just confess to the crime. No, stop, stop. No, 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 no. You've lowered my voice. Oh, no, I sent him to Barry White, <laughs> a Philadelphia native. <laughs> he was going to leave me. <gasps> a scorned lover. He was going to forget all about me. Well, you made sure he did both of those things when you killed him. 
If I couldn't have him, then no one could have him. Well, listen, the jig is up. There's eight minutes left on the clock, and now you have to detain yourself. No, no, it is not. Nah, hey, hey, fuck you, I buddy. Will not. And I'm gonna. No, and he. He again begins to walk slowly out of the room. And I'm on him. I'm like trying to. I just have no strength whatsoever. I'm trying to keep him yeah. in the room. He's just walking with me on his back. <laughs> and while he walks, I try to. Uh, again, I try to adjust him to confess, and I set his voice to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he was the only one who believed I had a soul. <laughs> Look he what was I can the only do. One I'm gonna set him to fridge. On home. <laughs> Yay! And he just like walks out the room as I clap on his back. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. It's fine. And and Darkly removes a remote control from his jacket and presses a button on it. And you hear uh, a small explosion out in the hall. <laughs> ow! Ow! Liberty! What? Sorry, Liberty. It had to be done. Um, Bubsreel runs out into the hall to check on Liberty. My best friend! I, I'm standing in the hallway. There's just like black soot over my face yeah. and I'm just blinking. I go, what a robot. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Thanks, Space Jehovah. You're okay. Praise him. Praise him. And I've solved this mystery without breaking a single rule. Another promotion surely must wait for me. No, Bub's real. Hold on. Yes? The force fields, they're still up. Oh, Something stinks here, and I'm not just talking about me. Darkly. Well, it should be okay. We should be... we should be fine. He looks confused as the clock strikes 1154. Oh no, we only have six minutes now. <laughs> oh no, that's only enough time to try like three other people. <laughs> I can only guess the problem would be that, well, Thomas Bot did confess to Major Obsidian's killing... No one has confessed to my killing. But you're alive. That's exactly the problem. I don't know. I don't know what we can do. Well, maybe we should arrange for your death. And you see Duchess Brown holding a vaser pointed at Darkly. <gasps> no! And I'm going to dive in between her and Darkly. Better you than me. I wasn't about to fire. Ah, and I'm just on the floor. Ow! <laughs> he killed my husband. He killed the Duke. He did? And you came to his dinner party? Yes, they were on a public Minecraft server. <laughs> and in a fit of pique, <laughs> my husband sort of messed up the, the castle he was working on. <laughs> so Darkly had him killed. <laughs> I see we all know Minecraft. Yeah, we know Minecraft. I know enough. <laughs> it's a space phenomenon. Don't mess with someone's castle. At this point in history, all of us were nine-year-olds with iPads. You know, it, it, like when we were growing up. So we're very familiar with Minecraft. Wait, no, 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 fuck you. You can't kill him just because he killed your husband. That's not going to bring your husband back. The only thing that's going to bring your husband back is a weird religious ritual. Well, where would I get that? And I, I slowly look at Wary Mother and then at Bub's Real. I go, it, one of you two have to have reincarnation stuff. Oh, mine is big time cursed. And mine doesn't work on Lint, even if I had permission. Well, I guess dead is dead. <gasps> Wait a second. That gives me an idea. Weary Mother. Eh? Don't bring her husband back. Let her kill Darkly and then bring him back and he'll be cursed. But okay. But then she'll have been, she'll have killed him and we'll all know and she'll confess and then the shields will go down and you can bring him back. Uh... You said it yourself. You have reincarnation powers. Sure, he'll be cursed, but I mean... You know, that's not the worst thing in the world, right? How bad could it be? 
It's pretty bad. Oh, please. I'm sure I've seen worse. Is there really not a button that turns these things off? Bugsreel's kind of like patting her hands against the force field. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I could, but it's in my pocket. Okay. Wait, what? It's in your pocket? You were going to stand here and let her shoot you with the visa? What the fuck is wrong with you, man? I thought you were cool throwing a party, inviting me. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. I just wanted to see it play out. And I needed to find who my killer was. Well, you found her. There she is. Turn it off or we're all going to get killed. All right. Fine. He reaches into his breast pocket. He pulls out a vaser. What? Oh, no. He points it at the duchess and fires. But, Wary Mether, his legs are moving for many seconds before his brain kicks into gear. Uh, and he jumps, not in front of the vaser, but he, he jumps to grab onto the duchess, grabbing a thick ribbon of cloud, two handfuls, and throws her like a bag of cumulus laundry out of the way before hitting the deck. Wary Mother, uh, make a feelings roll. All right. Uh, success. Wary Mother, this is your second big save of the day. Wow. You manage to grab the Duchess and toss her. Whoa! <laughs> Great, grateful. Wary Mother, make the lasers roll to see if you're hit by this phaser blast. That's probably going to go less good. Uh, I rolled a one, so that's the one thing he could have gotten. Wary Mother, somehow, somewhere within that weird little crusty body, you manage to contort yourself and twist yourself and just barely dodge this vaser blast. It sails over your head. Just at that moment, we cut to the doorway of the dining room <laughs> as a goo-covered Dr. Ochre enters. You wouldn't believe what I had to. The vaser blast hits him square in the chest. He's vaporized. Yay! Wow! He spends a long time in that bathroom. The lights in the dining room suddenly flash green. You hear the buzz as the force field goes down. A voice over the PA announces, Success! Dr. Oker eliminated. Now I have to admit, this was all a bit of a ruse. Dr. Oker, you see, well, he's been railing against video games as causing a variety of problems for ears, noses, and throats. Not eyes? It's not his field. He wow. wouldn't know. He has no idea what they do to eyes. He wouldn't know. <laughs> he only deals with the holes of the face. Okay. <laughs> so he simply had to go. I concocted the whole plan just to arrange for that. This whole thing was an elaborate con just to kill him? Yeah, that's... I mean, I'm not just going to kill a guy. Why not? It's, I'm a video game guy. Buddy, I thought we had a lot in common, but I guess not. When I want to kill a guy, I walk up to him, I make eye contact, and I hit him in the dick with a crowbar so hard he dies. Oh, no, I only arrange very elaborate game-themed death traps. Wow, I really misjudged you. You know what? You brought me here. You put me and my friend. You invited me. You invited me, which you did do. We agreed you did. You can't go back on that. Uh -huh. You put me and my friend's lives in jeopardy just so you could engage in this weird convoluted revenge strategy. Buddy, that is strike one. 
And at strike nine, you can't be my friend anymore. <laughs> Liberty, but think of the adventure we had. Remember that grenade? You were awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. All right, I'll take away this one strike, but you only have nine left. <laughs> Which is the same everyone has. You're tough but fair and still my best friend. That's right. You're my best friend, too. Come on, Liberty. Let's leave. I'm going to take this unopened bottle of sparkling cider that no one touched. And I'm going to take this nice painting and see if I can sell it. And I'm going to take the sense of shame that I carry every day, but must be recharged like so many batteries. Uh, Liberty, it's a really nice painting of Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaur? Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, maybe I can sell it on, like, Space Reddit or something. <laughs> Duchess Brown comes up to you, Worry Mother. Thanks for saving me. You have to know something, though. I was in on it all. Darkly didn't kill my husband. If he would have, he would have done it with an elaborate death trap. No, my husband is still alive. Mm. Well, I guess it makes sense. The only reason I was able to save you is that you have to live with the shame of what you've done. It'll haunt you every day. I'm not worried about it at all. Oh, yeah. I had a great time, remember? <laughs> but seriously, you think you're the first for me? You're not. I didn't say I was. 4 a.m., <laughs> you're going to wake up and realize how bad you've blown it. You made a lot of bad choices, and I'm here to make sure you live with the regret. Sorry. I'm wary, mother, wary, mother, major bump, 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 bump. Wary mother, wary mother, wizarder of you know. Wary mother, wary mother, major important, important, important. I haven't sang in a while, but I'm doing it now. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> He was just, he was so conflicted going into it. And then after the fact, he's so dismissive. He, he sang a whole song telling me to fuck off. <laughs> Unbelievable. And so our heroes head back to the shuttlecraft Biden, having gained a few friends and learned a few lessons on the way. Well, this was a blast. I got to bring you guys to more parties, which I am invited to very often. I, next party I get invited to, probably in a few hours, I'm going to invite you guys. We'll have, we'll have a blast. But for right now, I want to get home, and I want to see if the pipe bomb I left and groomed his apartment killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and if it did, I won't be able to resuscitate him. I've been thinking about taking a bath. What do we think? Hmm. What adventure lies next amongst, oh, these, those stars of space? Oh, These Those Stars of Space stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Oh, These Those Stars of Space is edited by Sam Grant, designed by Joe Lepore, and produced by Joe Lepore at Bucket of Milk, with the support of our patrons and our rear admiral, Lucas Wagner. Our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Space.